Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. There are thousands of amazing self-help books out there, but what happens when you're struggling at the moment and need help now? Well, my new book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook, is your new go-to self-help book. I wrote it specifically for when you don't know how to overcome a challenge. Each chapter gives you a framework on how to tackle your situation. I help you focus on what already works for you. Your situation today may be different, but the emotions you're currently feeling, you felt them before, and you did something that helped you. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. This book is specifically written to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Purchase your book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. Once again, purchase Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. My guest today is Christine Duraki, who believes in creating a beautiful world. She is a two-time highly sought-after certified yoga instructor, cosmetologist, and certified Ayurvedic consultant who helps people, especially women, be beautiful inside and out. In today's episode, Christine talks about her experience through the Ayurvedic alternate wellness strategies and how it has helped her in her own life. Welcome to Lifeology. Thank you, James. Nice to be here. And uh, of course, I have my dog with me. I have a puppy. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, get down. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally fine yes my little dog sleeping here next to me as well so it's really nice to meet you i heard some wonderful things about you through lydia belton dr tranquility who is a fantastic publicist so anyone's looking for a new publicist definitely reach out to satoripr.com and you'll be able to work with dr lydia so you've been in you've known you've been in this ayurvedic world for quite a while but you weren't always this polished person in front of me today tell me about your experience when everything you realized everything was just breaking down for you what happened um, well, for so much of my life, I, I just wasn't feeling well. Um, probably it started in my 20s. And in my 20s, I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, but mm. it was really a misdiagnosis. And I had Lyme. And oh. for so many years, I, I suffered from that. And then when I started to not, not, not be well for years at a time after I took sure so much antibiotics, it, it wrecked havoc mm-hmm. on my whole, my whole system. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided that I needed to do something else because I couldn't walk. I was basically mm-hmm. in a wheelchair. I, I couldn't go oh, out nice. with friends. I, I just didn't, I, I couldn't live. I didn't have any enjoyment. Yeah. Um, and my grandmother, she would always say to me, you're like the great grandma. You're like the great grandma. <laughs> and my great grandmother <laughs> She was a very intuitive person. She would always pray. Uh-huh. She couldn't speak English, though. She had oh. no teeth. She would always put oil on her face, um, and she had hair down her back. And I, I didn't ever <laughs> understand why my grandmother would be like, you're like the no. great grandma. But I decided that I had to start listening to myself because the mm-hmm. doctors would say, it's all in your mind. It's all in your mm-hmm. mind. You're, you're fine. You're fine. It's frustrating. And I guess to some extent, it was because everything starts in our mind and it can wind up in our tissues. Mm-hmm. At yes. least this is what Ayurveda really believes. So I started to 
trust my own intuition and those little pulls of what to do and what to do. And it was go to yoga, go to yoga. So I kept going to yoga, kept going to yoga. And I would find that piece on my mat. And so that made me get certified my first time Mm -hmm. and start learning about Ayurveda. But there were some aspects of it that were a little, um, I guess, out there, a little Mm woo-woo that Mm -hmm. I wasn't totally buying into. I had a lot of skeptics in my life at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was hard to, like, stay there. Uh Uh And um, then I started to to get sick again. Things started to go Mm -hmm. downhill. You know, life circumstances I had. My marriage was suffering. I had my brother died. And I was like, I know that I'm supposed to do more in this life. And so I really um, stuck with the things that were true to me. And that was yoga. Even though there were people in my life that weren't supportive, I -hmm. stuck to my truth and following the path of yoga and the path of Ayurveda. And um, I love Ayurveda in the sense that it's intuitive medicine and Mm -hmm. we know what we need to do to heal as long as we're listening. Sure. I wanted to go back to the time when the first time before you started yoga and Mm -hmm. you were struggling, what happened for you? Because there's usually a pivotal, a pivotal moment in each of our lives when all of a sudden something changes. There's it's, it's like, we have this aha moment. It may not be the brightest moment in our life, meaning it may not be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's huge. But something shifted in you that said, I need to do something. I know your grandmother called you a great grandmother, but what was it about you yeah. that just shifted that says, wait a minute, there's something more for me? I I did not want to feel the way I felt anymore. I yeah. mean, I was just suffering. I, I, I was in pain and agony. I mean, I got every kind of diagnosis that was possible and um, they just wanted to keep giving me m- drugs and mm. I, I didn't, I didn't want it. I had three yeah. kids and I wanted to mm. be a mother to my three kids. Yeah. The second time, so you started yoga and the second time when all mm-hmm. those unfortunate things happened, you had the opportunity yeah. to return back to the previous mindset or previous mentality or previous life that you did before something happened again. What was it when you heard your own voice? What was it that caused you to say, no, this is the path I'm going to have regardless of what the skeptics say? So that was when my, my marriage was kind of falling apart Mm. and my brother died. Um, I got a diagnosis that I had cancer cells. Mm. I got down to 90 pounds and, um, my doctor was like, you got to do something. You know, you can't, you can't keep going like this. And I decided in that moment that I wanted to live. I, I didn't, I didn't want to die. I didn't want to, um, I wanted to be here on this earth. I, I enjoy being here and I want to be thriving. Yes, exactly. And that's the difference. I, and I've been in, in the mental health field for 25 years and have practiced for so many years. And when people are really struggling, there's always a moment when you have to make a choice. So people can look at everything that is not going well in their life. We can all do that. But there's one reason that we may not, well, there's one way to look at this is, but something is keeping you alive, not you per se, but just people who like, when they feel so overwhelmed, there's one thing that has caused you not to leave this world. So when you can find that one thing, if that's simply a pet, or that is just someone gave you a phone call, or that's a beautiful sunrise, whatever it might be, there's always a minimum of one thing that people always know that we can look one way or we can slightly turn and look in a slightly different direction and realize, oh my gosh, this is the path and the start 
to something more in my life. And I think that's a really good reminder for everybody that regardless of how dark our life is, one slight shift in your gaze in your mind's eye allows you to see that there might be a different opportunity for you in a different life where you can thrive just like Christine has done. I, and I really think that it, it's easy to live in the dark. It's a lot mm-hmm. harder to live in the light. And it that's a, it's a choice. It's a, it's a really daily choice. And um, when you can do it, it, it's great, but it's not always that easy to jump in and, yes. you know, live in that light. We'll be right back. Are you an emerging persona or a global organization that isn't getting recognition from the press? Have your marketing and advertisement efforts hit a plateau? Let us help you take your brand to the next level. Red Heifer Media is a full-service boutique public relations agency specializing in health and wellness, tech, real estate, and nonprofit organizations. We can turn your successful company into a reputable brand. Take your first step and visit www.redheifermedia.com. Once again, visit www.redheifermedia.com to take your brand to the next level. I am speaking with Christine Duraki, who is sharing with us her Ayurvedic experience. We've all been on road trips before, and you know, during the day, we can see for miles and miles on, you know, on end, like, oh, I know where the direction is going. But at nighttime, all we have is just the brightness of our lights. And I remember when I was younger, when I first got my first car, I had this beat up little Chevette and had, the lights weren't that good. It was always just so dark. And, but I could see just a little bit out in front of me. And so that's the same thing in life. When life gets so dark, we, it's not like the daytime when we can see for miles. Sometimes we can only see figuratively a couple of feet in front of us. And if we can just go those couple of feet, then we see the next couple of feet, the next couple of feet with that light. And that eventually... The sunrise comes and then we start to see the world again. So I'm using a lot of analogies today, but it is really important to know that we don't have to know the path of our life, but we have to have that faith or that conscious choice of saying, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know what I can do in the next five minutes. And the next five minutes, these are the things I can do. And then the next five minutes comes and pretty soon it's 10 minutes and pretty soon it's 20 minutes and pretty soon it's a day, a week, a year, et cetera. So just like you, you found your voice, you found this ability to transform your life through yoga, through the Ayurvedic uh, medicine as well. Let's transition into yoga. What, how, how is yoga really helpful for you? Um, I really love yoga because it's not just the, the physical aspect of it. There's so mm-hmm. much more to it. It really makes you decide um, how you want to live your life through the eight limbs of yoga and mm-hmm. the choices that you make and that you're that's where your power is, is in your choices yes. and that, you know, there's all that other outside of us support, um, mm-hmm. that power that's greater than us, but that your choices, if you're living in your truth and, and with integ- integrity, you are going to live a much better life. Things are just going to flow better when you're, when you're trusting and you, that you have that faith and that higher power, you know, it's, it's all those things that come together, that marry together. and. Mm-hmm. really beautiful i just love it i now i can't i i have to do it every day <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic i remember years ago i i think it was my first bikram yoga class so for people who know about yoga or not bikram yoga is the really hot yoga there's different versions of hot yoga but this one is like supposed to be like the hottest yoga i was like 110 degrees in the room for 90 minutes and i remember i my first class i i was when my life was in disarray and things were just very difficult for me this is back in 2007 i believe and I remember I laid down so that the standing series, I think is an hour, 45 minutes. And then the, the prone series where you're lying down is, is the, the rest of it. But after I did the standing series, I laid down and when I laid there in the Shavasana pose, which is the dead body pose, where you just, that's where you lay down. I mean, you know, this, of course, but my viewers and listeners, may not, where you lie down and your shoulder blades are back together and your feet, they are, um, 
the heels are together and you, you, you lay down as if you're in a dead body position. And remember I laid there and the, the instructor, he just simply said, you are safe right now, just breathe. And in that moment, it was probably one of the most cathartic times of my life because I, it was so quiet. I just opened up my heart chakra and just laying there. And all of a sudden, when he said that, it's like all these emotions just flooded through me. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, thank God it's so hot because people think these tears are sweat. <laughs> but it was such a powerful yeah. moment for me where I really connected my, my own spirituality, my mind and my body all came together in a beautiful release and a beautiful connection. And I felt so alive again. And that was a moment for me. And I was like, I can do this. And then from there, mm -hmm. my life completely changed in a lot of ways. And so, you know, I, I know your experience, my experience, and I'm sure so many other people who have experienced yoga when they truly are focused on their breath, focused on their mentality, focused on just being and just getting lost in the movements and the repetitive aspect of it, they find that their life becomes so much more, quote, easier, so much more balanced and so much more fulfilled. Yeah. When I first started practicing, I mean, there were weeks that I, months that I would cry almost every day on the mat. Yeah. And it was like such a, a release. And at first I was really embarrassed. And then when they would play certain music, it would be even mm. more. And <laughs> what I came to find out was that I was searching for something outside of me when really it was mm -hmm. inside of me that I needed to change. And yes. You know, I think that that was a very pivotal thing for me, mm -hmm. that recognition and becoming aware of that. Yes, exactly. And I think that's a thing when people slow their life down and just take a moment and to listen to your voice. See, that's one thing you talk about is listening to your own voice, your body and your mind and your spirit know what you need. And sometimes mm -hmm. we allow outside influence. Sometimes we allow perhaps naysayers like you had in your, in your past when you first started telling us mm -hmm. your story. And when we allow those other people to tell our story for us, unfortunately, they become the author of our life and we do not become the author of our life. How do you help people in, in your own story? How do you help people just really listen to their voice to know what is healthiest for them? Well, the first thing we do is I, I have a, a little bit of a questionnaire. And one of the questions that I ask is, what do you have faith in? Mm -hmm. Because it's a very powerful question in the yeah. sense that if you are not believing in something, you're not going to really believe in yourself. So mm -hmm. I have found that that's a, a good place to start. And um, I guess, you know, that's, that's where I, that's where I start with people. And then it just kind of goes from there. And it's really interesting how you find out that we all really need the same thing, just yeah. in different ways. You know, energetically, we're, we're all a little different, but we're also very much the same. Mm -hmm. So um, in Ayurveda, there's these three energetics, which are the Vata, Pitta, Kapha. And maybe one person is a little bit more dominant in Vata and one person is a little bit more dominant in Pitta. And so you want to adjust things according to that. But when it comes down to it, you, we all need to focus on good sleep, good digestion, you know, mm -hmm. good elimination, good purification. And so I, I feel like there's a, a foundation that you start with and then maybe you detour a little bit this way, detour a little bit this way, but mm -hmm. we have to come back to the foundation of it. 
The whole aspect of the Ayurvedic system, tell us what, what that actually is. Some people may know about it, some people may not. So what is, what is the foundation of that? What is it specifically so people can be like, oh, no, I know what she's talking about. So Ayurveda is the science of life. Mm-hmm. And that can mean a hundred million things, right? <laughs> but to make it so simple, it's really that we are just energy creatures. You know, if you rub your hands together, you can feel your own energy. And if you believe that your energy, you want to make sure that your energy system is working well. And what are the things that are energy medicine? And they're, they're very simple things. And like I said, the energetics are the vata, pitta, kapha, but they don't really need to mean too much. Like, I think like if you are doing a dosha quiz, it's great. And that's how you can find out your constitution sometimes. But because life has happened to us that we, and we judge ourselves so much that mm-hmm. um, quiz can be a little skewed. So I don't even, I, I mean, we'll do it just because it could be fun and stuff. But it's more, I want to find out about you and what you like and, and what bothers you and what symptoms do you have and can we do something to balance that and start to notice what's going on in your day-to-day life and what makes you feel good, what makes you feel bad and, and just mm-hmm. take it from a very simple place that can be very accessible to everybody. Because it, it, is, the- it, it can be a very, it's a very deep, you know, scientific wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, but because you're not going to be an Ayurvedic practitioner or doctor, we can use the simple tools to really better our life. What were some of the tools that you've used specifically to help you when you use the Ayurvedic system? So I definitely go to bed by, try to go to bed by 10 o'clock and mm-hmm. keep that on a daily, everyday mm-hmm. basis. Um, I do use some of their herbs. I try not to eat cold food or drink cold water. Um, I definitely practice yoga and I don't over train my body because mm-hmm. that's, that's, they, they don't really believe in that. Um, there's, yeah, for my own, my own, um, energy that's, that's those are the things that i do now mm-hmm. okay. and have fun and you've no- you know add some fun to my life because <laughs> i could be i could really be too focused and yeah. you know disciplined and i so i i do try to add a little bit of lightness and fun to my days i understand that too sometimes rigidity is it's a blessing and a burden it's great to have a really structured <laughs> life and sometimes mm-hmm. it's important to even build in downtime. And sometimes when people yeah. hear that, it's like, James, what do you mean? How can you be re- have a great structure and, and also be have um, spontaneity? For me, you know, when I look at my schedule, I may have 3 to 6 p.m. It's my time. And I can fill that with whatever. So the 3 to 6 p.m., that can be a time of spontaneity, which I know doesn't sound like it's very spontaneous, but it could be anything I want. It could be taking a nap. It can be, you know, watching a TV show. It can be anything I want, but it's so important for people to remember that that structure is important, but it's also, like you said, to have, find that balance. When you've, right. with everything you've been doing with the Ayurvedic system, from the time you started when you were diagnosed with all these things till now, what have you noticed? What's been, what's, what's different for you? I, I don't have pain like I did. I had a lot of pain. Mm. Um, I would take 12 Advil a day and oh. um, now it's 
it's rare. If I ever take Advil, it's usually because I have two glasses of wine and I have a headache. <laughs> it's not because of my, you know, everyday life. Um, yeah. Whereas before I had so much joint pain. I would, I had headaches. Um, I was in a bad mood a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. most of the time it was because I was in pain. Um, I, I feel happier. I, I mean, Good. Sometimes my kids are like, mom, do you microdose? I'm like, no, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, you're just so happy. Why are you so happy? And um, yeah, it's really pretty funny, actually. Um, But I mean, meditating, I think, is Uh the best medicine you can do. And how many times do we we say, oh, uh, or I know I did. I was like, "I, I can't meditate. I can't stop my thoughts. And but mm-hmm. that's when you need it even more, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> exactly. you got to push that discipline button. A lot of people listening right now, I'm sure can relate with you where you were before and where you are today. When you reflect on the person you were, the first person you told me about when we started this conversation, what advice would you give her? I would say, I wish you did this sooner. I wish that, <laughs> uh, I wish that I felt that way when I was in yeah. my twenties and thirties. Um, because I, I feel like I just uh, lost a lot of my life. And in that, I can hear compassion as well, because we've all, regardless of where we are today, it's, it's important to realize actually what you say about yourself today, because what you say about yourself today, that's what you're going to be in five years from now. So mm-hmm. it's important to really be mindful of our self-talk. So self-talk is essentially, what do you say? Let's, let's for example, if you do something, if a person does something silly, Do they say, oh my gosh, they're so stupid. What is wrong with you? If we have those negative core beliefs that continually spin through our head in five years from now, you probably won't reach the success you want because you're telling yourself something. So wherever a person, one of my listeners or viewers today, wherever they are today, it's important to be mindful of what you say about yourself because you will become what you say. Whatever a man thinks, so shall he become. And so in that, it's so important to be mindful of what those things are. So I'm sure back then when you first started, you pro- your self-talk probably wasn't that good. But the great thing right. is you listened to your voice. You listened to what was right for you. And that's when things started to change. So you are a walking miracle, a walking testament or testimony of how people can shift their mind to know they want something better, something different, something that fulfills their life. And you were able to do that. And you found that through the Ayurvedic system. You found it through yoga. And you also teach people as well. Tell me more about your, your um, consulting business. In other words, you work with a lot of people. How did you get started with that? So during the pandemic, um, I just decided that there were so many people that would wanted yoga and wanted mm-hmm. this help and um, most of, mostly about me- meditating because mm-hmm. I think people were feeling so anxious and um, I was just kind of preaching about meditation mm-hmm. and how much it yeah. helped me and added to my life. Um, so I just decided I'm going to start this, but I didn't want to give up my, the, the industry I've been in for mm-hmm. most of my life is, which is the beauty industry. So mm-hmm. I kind of merged them and, and Good. the great thing about Ayurveda is they have so many outer beauty things. So oh, it was kind oh, of easy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Um, so 
and and they love oil. So kind of like my great grandmother, she put oil all over her body. I'm doing it now. <laughs> Things come full That's circle, insane. don't they? I know, right? <laughs> she is way ahead of her time. <laughs> exactly. That is funny. Unfortunately, our time is up, Christine. If my listeners want to find out more information about you, to work with you, to learn more about your Ayurvedic services, where will they find all this information online? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Ignited Goddess or at my website, which is at ignitedgoddess.com. Wonderful. Well, my listeners and viewers also know that if they cannot find this information any other place, simply go to the show notes at jamesmillerlifeology.com and you'll find this particular episode in the radio section. And so just read the, the show notes and you'll be able to find all the information about Christine Rocky. Thank you so much. You're a fantastic guest. My show. So I really had a good time talking to you today. Thanks, James. I did too. Thank you. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.